gives us nothing but take from them everything. Hello and welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. That's right, the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and this lovely gentleman who is sitting one-legged thinking about manslaughter is... The rum guy. That's right. What, what, uh, what is that intro? I don't know. I couldn't even think of anything good. I was thinking of you stealing that poor guy's prosthetic leg that one time. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, I was going to like, you back my leg. But no, I couldn't think about that anymore. But anyway, <sighs> I don't know what the manslaughter charge was for, but I just I just know I got off that. That's OK. That deep, but we do have a guest. Oh, with I'm us. sorry. Yes, yes, we do. We do. You want to announce him since I fucked up his name? No, I want to hear you try to do oh, fuck it. off. <laughs> uh, joining us is Mr. Ben Robert. Hey, what's going on, guys? That was close. Hey, it was it was okay. You still kind of screwed it up. But I, I, uh, did, yeah, I did. I did. I did. Robert. I know it's Robert, Robert. man. I know it's Robert. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, ben, tell everybody who you are and what you're here to talk about. All right. Well, uh, I am Ben Robert, uh, as you mentioned, and uh, I am the director and promoter for St. Tammany Collectors Convention. That's cool. Yes. Uh, well, no, what, what, uh, it's okay. You have a lot of conventions. I'm not from Louisiana, so I, I know you guys have a lot of conventions down there. Uh, and I know you said it's a collector's convention. Anything particular collecting, or or what what type of? Um, yeah, well, I, the main focus is is toys and comics. Uh, we do have you know a few album and record vendors. We have some uh, video game vendors, uh, specifically vintage video games like Nintendo and Super Nintendo, Ooh, stuff like that. My people. Um, and yeah, we, we've you know we've had vendors come in with all kinds of different stuff, but it, the, the vast majority is going to be toys and comics. Now, how did you? Uh, how, how how did you get this thing going? Did you start this, or did you just take it from somebody else and run with it, or how did that work? No, uh, me and my wife were we're both collectors, and uh, we uh, we're actually the ones that did start it here in Covington. And uh, it kind of started with we had a bunch of uh, doubles and just junk laying around that have come in with other stuff that we collect, and we were looking for a way to kind of get rid of it. And you know, we dabbled a little bit selling online, eBay, Facebook, stuff like that. Sure. And we actually, we vended at a show in uh, Metairie. It's actually a sports card show. And so that's kind of how we got started. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. Wayne, I mean, Wayne, have you been to this one yet? I have not. This will be uh-huh. my first year going. Because every time it every time it, it, it pops up, we're like, me and me and Caitlin are like, all right, we're going to go. We're going to go. We're excited. We're going to go. And then something else comes up where I have to work or some other bullshit gets, you know, thrown in our way. Sure. But uh, so this time so, we actually get to go, so it's gonna be really cool. So toys, primarily, you said. Is that is that what you and your wife primarily collected? Uh, well, we we collect both toys and comics. I'm I'm a GI Joe collector. Uh, that's kind of where it all started. Okay. Uh, you know, my wife bought me a GI Joe, and all of a sudden I went back to you know being a kid, and I started collecting yeah. GI Joes again. And then uh, somebody actually gave her a Spider Man comic book. And uh, she loved it, and then started. We started buying comics, and that's how we got into that. And then she grew up with Star Wars. You know, she lost all her stuff in Katrina. So when we were dating, that was her one of her gifts was a Star Wars. I think it was a Ewok Village, actually. Oh, nice! And that kind of cascaded. Yeah, kind of cascaded from there. So I have wow. I have pieces of one somewhere in my storage. <laughs> I have we, we have we have lots of pieces to a lot now so. yeah i was about to say i have i have so much like like part lots at my in my uh, storage i have i have a u.s flag in my storage that is like parted very nice i don't know if it's all the parts but i know there's a fuck ton of them you know and i'm like i'm like sitting there going what the fuck am i gonna do with this thing it's so big <laughs> i i actually have two flags here at the house wow dude that's awesome uh, a friend of ours, uh, Tim. I don't know if you know Tim Lottie. Are you familiar with him? Um, I've, I've spoken to him a couple times, and yeah, I am familiar with him. I he haven't, actually haven't gotten a chance to sit down and talk with him. He actually owns a flag, and he always sends me pictures of it because he has it like decked out. He he converted the flag with like lights and all kind of stuff on it, so he like has like the disco flag. It's f- nice. It's it's incredible. <laughs> it's awesome. He's missing a few pieces. He said, but he's, he's yeah. he said he's, you know it's whatever. It's his. You know he doesn't care. 
Uh, most people are missing a few pieces. That thing comes with a ton of stuff. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> massive. I mean, it's utterly ridiculous. And yeah. the other one was the uh, the space station, which yeah, the Defiant. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love that thing. I've always I had a friend in in grade school who owned it, and I'll never forget that because I was always over there going. You have this, <laughs> you know. <laughs> this is the most expensive toy ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the time, it was. You know, it's it's amazing all that stuff that we grew up with is, but but do you see uh, things out now that you 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 go to the store and you look at and going, eh, that won't be collectible. Is it, are toys as good as they were then? No. Uh, yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty popular debate. Most people would tell you no, but I mean, if you look like you look at some of the stuff like the Marvel Legends figures and the Black series, I mean, mm-hmm. the detail they can they can put on some of that stuff is pretty incredible. But well, isn't that when you're talking like Marvel and stuff like that? That's still those are characters that we grew up with. What about hello, hello? Somebody cut out. Well, Rum must have cut out. Uh. He'll be back, I'm sure. Um, what he's probably trying to say is he's probably looking at like a new IP, you know, like something that's a little different. Uh, oh yeah, without a doubt. You know, yeah, I and, mean, any anything that's halfway decent is is basically rehashed product. Yeah, it's everything that we've grown up with, pretty much. I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah, exactly. I mean, all the kids these days are just like uh, they're just playing with things that we played with as children, but a newer, souped-up version of it. You know, right. like they look yeah. better. I mean, hands down, I, the Black Series is fucking incredible. I mean, they're beautiful. Yeah. Um, but do I think they're going to be as collectible as what we had? No. No, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, it, there's just, you know, you can't get away from the heyday of the 80s. I mean, yeah, it's, it's unprecedented. And, and, and also, I believe it's, it's, it's like a, it's now, I think it's such a watered down, um, thing you know now everybody is it's a cool thing to collect toys or collect something you know what i mean yeah and, and a lot of that stuff is sold as collectible and when, Correct. You know, whenever that happens i mean you it's know just, it's not worth it, the shit right yeah <laughs> it's like ooh, here's the new collectible thing no that's not collectible you know what's gonna yeah. be collectible it's gonna be the one figure that nobody fucking wanted yeah. you know yeah. that's gonna be the one that's gonna everybody's gonna go ape shit over and it's probably like for star wars it was probably gonna be like some you know, uh, Bespin guard or something, you know, yeah. like nobody yeah, wants like, that. Like the, the Zuvio guy that was a peg warmer that nobody wanted. <laughs> right now. Now everybody's <laughs> killing for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I've seen that in a lot of things though, man, you know, a lot of collectible things, you know, like I've, I've heard like, you know, in comic books were the same way. There was like a comic that nobody wanted and now everybody's hunting it because it's that one issue, you know, I'm like, oh, come on guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's unbelievable, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they kind of started that in the '90s, right? I mean, they, yes. you know, they branded it as you know, collect them all, you know, and then kind of the, the whole Beanie Baby fad, you know, right? The, so from the kind of from there on, cascaded. It went it went from the I think what the Beanie Baby thing just blew up. Mom and pops like grandmothers were collecting then. You know, it's like holy shit. Yeah. You know, something everybody yeah. wants. Hey, I'm back. Hey, there he is. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of, I kind of went with what you were saying, Rum. I kind of understood what you meant. Like, there's nothing like a new, new type, new brand or IP or something like that that's gonna be like as memorable as, you know, what we play with. You know. Yeah, because you see a lot of uh, reissuing and 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 rebranding of the same stuff, and yeah, um, it's just so bizarre to me that and then I don't, I don't see anything that I would think my kid. I mean, a lot of people like the pops. I love those. Like you, you, you I like the I collect the fuck out of them, yeah. But um, for the most part, I don't. I don't see. I mean, I don't know. I had a gigantic. Do you remember the big metal Voltron? Of course. Oh yeah. Yeah that that was that. Was, I still have it. I love that thing. I mean, I don't have a lot of my toys from a kid being a kid, but I have that sucker, and that weighs like good ten pounds. Oh yeah. Heavy toy for a kid. Well, what I, what I liked about the toys too, uh, when we were growing up, they were actually made out of substantial material. Yes, like <laughs> car parts and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you know, when you got a Tonka truck, it was a metal truck. Right, and then rusted. It was okay to play with it. Right now, you get a Tonka truck and it's plastic. Because like, apparently, most kids are stupid now, and they. Well, we much. all knew well, that. I mean, nowadays, you'd have to go get a tennis shot. It's yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, and every, everybody's got to get a shot. Uh, you know, you, you can't you can't eat the side of your truck because of the 
you know, the chipping paint that was yep, actually man. lead paint. That's hey, I ate a lot of lead paint as a kid, and I turned out fine. Right, right. That's why you have that little tick. <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, you said G.I. Joe, though. What? Uh, uh, it was just – I always liked G.I. Joe. I thought they were always cool. The, you know, the, the, the big ones, I remember the gigantic ones that my – I think my dad had some of those. The 12-inch. Yeah, 12-inch. Yeah, they, those were cool. But I had a few of the regular ones. Like my favorite G.I. Joe, I think, was Wild Bill in the helicopter. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yep. with the dragonfly. Yeah, that was my thing. It had the little button on the side. You had to keep moving your thumb to make the propeller go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that sucker was badass. I used to, I used to like, like, like which ones were mine? My favorite, I, my favorite vehicle, which, which I actually owned for a long time, still in the box, and I sold it within like the last couple years because I was in money issues. But I had, um, I had what is it? The fucking oh god, I can't think of it. Not the hiss. That's the tank. Um. Was it a Cobra thing? Yeah, it was a Cobra. It was the blue fucking jet. The blue fucking. The blue oh, jet. The, that's that's the an boat? awful toy to have. What is it? Talking about the boat? The, N- talking about the boat? No, it was a jet. It was... Um, oh, the Rattler. Yeah. Yes, yes. I had a box Rattler for a long time, and uh, I sold it because, you know, like I said, we were in money issues, and it got desperate, so I was like, well, fuck. I know I, know I can get some money for this guy. So I got rid of him, but that that is my all time favorite Cobra vehicle besides the Hiss. Was that? Well, how many how many years have you been doing the convention now? Well, we started in October of uh, sixteen, and we do it every six months. Oh wow! Well, that's yep. very cool. Yep. See, where it might have been that one that you went to. It might have been. I went to a convention. Uh, I think it was in twenty seventeen. That. Oh, it's a God, I don't know. It might have been in Covington. I don't know. It was in a beige building. I just remember it was a beige building. <laughs> and there was, uh, it was a lot of comic books. There were a lot of artists doing drawings. Uh, there was a hot dogs for sale inside. There was a cosplay thing going on. Well, I don't think we've ever had hot dogs for sale, so I don't think that's us. Okay. Oh, there you go. All right. All right. That <laughs> narrows it out. And, and and we are the only show that's been in Covington that I know of. Sweet. Okay. I probably wasn't. I, I was probably drinking, and Adam just dropped me off somewhere. <laughs> that's I true. That could have been it, too. You know, who knows? Adam just, Adam's like, hey, Rums in town. Let's drop him off here. There's people. Yeah, You'll right. like this. This will be fun. <laughs> hey, go talk to strangers. Eat some candy from Vance. It's, it's okay. That's it. Uh, uh, so you're... But, your next show, when, tell everybody when it is. I mean, I Our know. next show is going to be April 27th, so uh, at the end of the next month. Uh, it's on a Saturday uh, from 10.30 to 5 o'clock. Sweet. Now, are you um, – here's something I was curious about. Do, are you seeing more and more people coming to the shows? I mean, um, is, is collecting – it used to be a really niche market. That type it, of collection. Yeah, it really was. Um, and, and and what we've seen really, in all honesty, is the MCU has kind of made uh, being a nerd cool again. Okay. Um, and and with all the new Star Wars movies. So you're seeing a lot of people kind of, you know, hit that nostalgia point where, you know, okay, they've been in the workforce, they have a little money, they can go back and, and start collecting something that they, you know, they grew up with, like J.I. Joe or Star Wars or He-Man or, you know, whatever it may be. And, the, you know, the Transformer movies kind of contributed to that as well, right? So uh, so they're seeing you know, all this all this stuff on the big screen, and then, you know, they have actual stuff coming out in stores where you can go back and buy it again. So, so yeah, we, we have seen uh, steady growth, especially with the show, as more people learn about it. And, um, and, yeah, for sure. I mean, you're getting more and more collectors coming every time. That's great about collecting, too, because it's, it's not just stuff that you like. I think, for at least for me, anyway, it was always – the thrill of the hunt to try yes. to find that one yeah. thing, you know? Oh yeah. hundred percent, dude. I mean, you could go out and buy just everything star Wars, but then you get into the, the, the true collecting. Like I want the Yoda with the orange cane, you yeah. know, or I, right. That sort of stuff. That's the, that's, and that's where the money comes into because, uh, you know, that type of stuff is hard to find and, and, and people will pay, for something to complete some, the vision that they have for their collection, which yeah, is just an amazing thing. That's so yeah, cool. believe me. Look, dude, I, I used to do that all the time. Like when uh, uh, when the uh, Star Wars nineties hit, and they were doing all the fucking like long sabers and short sabers and and all that shit, and the red card, the green card, hollow card, this card, suck my card, all that shit. <laughs> I did all that, man. I, I did tons of that. 
and then I was, you know, would help other. Uh, you have a vendor there for I think it's a New Orleans uh, toy shop. That's uh, yeah, Ma- no, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Mark. Yeah. Yep. Me and Mark go back a long ways, man. We we used to collect together, and he also used to be in a band with me. And um, like he's he's the one who got me into fucking collecting Hot Wheels for a long time. This son of a bitch was like, "Hey, man." Can you, if you go to the store and you happen to see this car, would you pick it up for me? I said, yeah, sure. Yep. So I'd go pick him up a car or two, and I'm going, you know what? That's a fucking cool. All right. So I'd be fucking spending like 100 bucks on Hot Wheel cars. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I, I, yeah, you can do it quick, too. You can you can find something that just sparks your interest, and dude, it's, then it's, you just obsess about it, and then you're like, you can't stop. It's my drug. Like, it's, it really is. Like, if I, if I go in, I know me. If I and go into a store, time, I'm like, it takes time and patience. I used to collect. I was a card collector, baseball, football, hockey. Yeah. I was I was that guy. Um, but uh, it it was more than just collecting. I mean, I had a system. It was all I had books and books of just what I had, how many of this I have, the values per month, what I expected. It was like a stock portfolio for baseball <laughs> cards. Yeah. You know, and it and I thought I was crazy, and then I went and met some other people. These guys took it to another level. They had databases, they spreadsheets, PowerPoints. I'm like, what the hell? You're like, what is a database? And I just, I just, I took a step back. I was like, whoa, I can't, because when I stopped collecting, I had almost three hundred thousand cards. Holy and shit, dude, that's a lot. That's a lot of cards. And then uh, it got to the point where, money. what, what do, what do I do with them? <laughs> so i kept i uh, kept quite a few you know the old ones and stuff like that that i have and some of the rare ones i know of but uh, i started selling off the total sets and some of the weird cards and all that other stuff but i was and i got really out of the box i started collecting those remember the heavy metal the band cards oh yeah i remember the mad cards those were fuck cool Different different metal bands had cards, and I was just all over those, and was like, oh my gosh, Dude, I, I can't I, stop. I even I even have um, um, Desert Storm cards. Yeah, I got tons of Desert Storm cards. I got the whole set. It's I actually like, had two sets of Desert, like, Desert Storm cards. Why did they come up with Desert Storm cards, man? Because it was the first real televised war, and they True. thought, yeah. well, we can make some more money on this shit. Yep. That's all it we was. We actually found a. a uh, two or three packs of Desert Storm playing cards. Wow! Oh yeah, that's in, cool. In a, in a lot of stuff that we bought a while back. Nice. That's the ones with like uh, Saddam Hussein and stuff on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those are fucking yep. cool. Yeah. I, so I actually weird. I have serial killer trading cards. I do have some of those. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't aware they made those. Really? No, they they made they made wait they made three series. That's, uh, that's a new one. The first the first series is extremely hard to find because it has like most of the heavyweights like Dahmer, Gacy, uh, you know Manson, all the, yeah, the big names, all the boys in the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah all the boy band. Uh, but then the later ones like like series two and three are like the odd men out, like the like the ones from like the eighteen hundreds, like the Axe Man from New Orleans is one of them, and you know yeah, just the, different things the, like that. And it's just really bizarre. I think I have an Eileen Wernos card. Which is pretty funny. Um, the Chinchilla Strangler. <laughs> right, yeah. You get like all these weird ones, and like they have like a history on the back of who they are and what they it's did. Kind of, it's kind shit. of a weird macabre thing to have, Wayne. Just have serial killer. Cars. I have serial killer <laughs> books too, man. So what? Yeah, it's it's just really kind of weird. Oh, uh, okay. Weird. Okay, Rome. All right, I see how it is. Fuck. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe it's time someone told you it's a fucking weird collection. You Fuck have you. serial killer shit. I have a serial. I have Jeffrey Dahmer versus Jesus comic books. So I don't want to hear that either. Well, there's there's one you're not going <laughs> to find very often. And you're right. You, it's very hard. It's very very hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry about this, Ben. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> no worries. Well, hey, hey, look. He needs to know these things. He runs a collector's market he's got to know yeah you you never you never know what you're gonna find that that's that's kind of kind of one of the cool things about doing it yeah you have you know vendors that are frequent in that you know they're they're there pretty much every show and then you have vendors that you know they come one once or twice and you just you'd have no clue what they're bringing i mean do you you ever see the people that come in and they're you know they're not avid collectors they just have stuff and they walk up and go is any of this worth anything? And you're like, and have you ever seen like that one thing? You're like, holy shit, he's got that. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's it's remarkable remarkable about how some vendors just have the luck where the person goes straight to them, and you know they've walked by twenty other different vendors, and they just you know and they keep on getting them. So, but yeah, we, we've seen we've seen some pretty crazy stuff. You know, we, we've got one vendor. I mean, he he had a guy come in with a short box of comics and basically just left it with him, and it has a first appearance of Spider Man with it. Holy oh, wow. shit! Yeah, yeah, which is like you know twelve to fifteen thousand dollar comic. That's yeah. insane, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, and without that, actually wasn't at the show. That was at his shop. But that's just kind of this, you know, some of the stuff where, you know, they're coming in with that kind of stuff, and and it's yeah, it's it's some pretty cool stuff. It's it's interesting what people don't realize that what they have. Yeah, and, and I mean, you see that kind of getting less and less with you know the the prominence of the internet, where people can just go you know into Google and type in whatever. But it, it still does happen. Hmm. Well, now, Fuck now you, you know Google. there's a serial killer market, <laughs> so I I'd get out there and start buying up all that serial killer stuff. Dude, there is a serial killer market. It's really it's really bizarre, but there is like there's actually there's actually sites where you can go and uh, buy. Yeah, you, you haven't got red flagged at all, Wayne. I can tell you that. Right? Oh no, no, not at all. No, you know we 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 like to keep a, a family <laughs> atmosphere. You know, sure. So, yeah, I'm just you know. saying. I'm. He, the man said that you know I'm just filling in the blanks here. I know there's uh-huh. markets out there for this kind of stuff. It's called murderabilia. Mm. I, I don't know if that's a thing. It really is. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. If you ever look, I'm serious. I'm not saying sell the stuff. I'm just saying go look it up if you don't <laughs> believe me. It's called murderabilia. You okay. can buy like uh, letters that they the the serial killers and shit have sent to people, and you can buy signatures and paintings and uh, it gets it gets more macabre than that. If you got enough money, you can buy pretty much anything. I'm sure. Yeah. I just know. I mean, they were selling they were selling the big blue barrel that Jeffrey Dahmer had in his house with the body in it. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it could make a nice coffee table. Like yeah, that. but who the fuck would want to buy that? I don't know. There's you a, got some shit to put in it. There's a dead person in there, dude. <laughs> or a few of them. Floating oh. torsos inside this bottle, this thing. Well. And how know. did they get it? That's what I want to know. Wasn't it like evidence? What yeah, the well, fuck? At one point in time after those cases, some of that evidence is supposed to get destroyed. Right, right. And somebody apparently. There's money in this shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's how a lot of that stuff happens. Like uh, sometimes you go to the conventions like yours and you'll see stuff that says probably uh, for promotional use only. Right. Or, you know, and those are the stuff like, oh, whoa, that wasn't even released and you've got one of those, you know. And yeah, yeah that's basically the same thing. You know, just, uh, oh, there was a body of that. <laughs> I'm supposed to throw it out, but I'm going to put it in my house. And, <laughs> you know, because that's really cool and it smells funny and it's all right because yeah. I'm in murderbilia. Murderbilia, like man, I'm telling you, it's a real thing. I ain't lying. <laughs> all right. All I'll right. take your word for it. <sighs> yeah, I'm just not going to Google it. I can tell you that. Oh, talk weird. about, yeah. look, yeah. talking about things that smell funny. Let's take a pause oh. here, and we're going to welcome our, our first uh, segment of the night. It's going to be the segment of the sports segment with Mr. Rusty. You know, smell bad. You know, get it, Rusty oh. Sports. Oh, yeah, funny. Oh, whatever. Fuck off. It's a sports segment. You know, it's whatever. So anyway, guys, here's uh, Wacky Road of Swords with uh, the big one, Rusty himself. Rusty. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. Hi, everybody. Oh, false start. That's seven points removed for Gryffindor. And oh, a surprise finger in the... Flippy one, flippy two, flippy three, aerial spready, flippy four, descending spready, bouncing jack in a box, spready, Sonya Blade high kick, roly poly, Jackie Chan bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, grab your socks and hold your jocks. It's sports talk with the big man himself, Rusty. Yeah. Hello there, boys and girls. It's your old buddy, Big One, coming back at you today. I found something fun that I think you'll enjoy, and I definitely know that the rum guy will enjoy. Um, this isn't going to be a real, real long sports report, 
but it's something that I felt like I wanted to do because I I kind of enjoy it too. Um, we're going to talk about dog agility competitions. Dog agility competitions. I'm sure you lovely folks have been flipping around the TV back and forth and from time to time, you see these little black and white dogs running around shooting through tubes and things like that. Um, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. And that way, maybe you'll understand a little bit more. And from my perspective, honestly and truthfully, I like animals, pretty much all animals, better than I like most people. So this uh, this subject intrigues me also. Okay, so dog agility drills. Apparently, all of this started in the 1970s in the UK. I know what you people are thinking. UK, again. Yeah, UK, again. They start a lot of stuff over there. Hey, they started the United States. Of course, it was their colonies, but whatever. Uh, we turned out fine. Well, kind of fine. Anyway, uh... Dog agility drills started in the 1970s in UK. In the UK, uh, apparently, what they used to do is—I'm sure you've seen the equestrian events on the Olympics and things like that, where horses jump over bars and you know ditches, and they got to jump over the bar and in the water, and it's really funny when the horse stops and the guy falls off the horse into the water. It makes me laugh. But apparently, during these equestrian events, um, in between horse runs and I guess if they have a halftime, I don't know if they have a halftime, I've never watched it long enough, but, and uh, things like that, they used to run dogs on the course to entertain the people who were there to watch the equestrian events. And uh, apparently, the people who were there watching the equestrian events loved it so much that it blossomed into where it is today. Um, of course, the course for dogs and the course for horses is going to be modified because dogs aren't as big as horses unless you got a one of the damn Scooby-Doo dogs and that some bitch is a horse anyway. But, uh, yeah, I mean, according to what I found, back when it started, the, the dogs used to run the same course as the horse did. I'm assuming they changed some of the jumps and things so dogs could make it over it. I don't know for sure. I didn't do all that much research on it, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah. So, okay. There's a dog and there's a handler. The, uh, the dog that the handler must guide his dog around the course with just using voice commands. The handler is not allowed to touch anything. He can't touch the dog. He can't touch the obstacle. So basically, the dog and the owner have to have a really strong bond because the dog has to listen to everything his handler says without taking any visual clues. So a handler has to say over, under, through, stuff like that. And the dog has to understand what he's saying. So... The human and the dog have to work very closely together to build this bond to where the dog understands what he's supposed to do and does it to the best of his ability. Um, from what I've seen in watching it, and I watched a couple videos on YouTube getting ready for this segment, it looks like the dogs have a whole lot of fun doing it. And I don't know if it's just because dogs are really, really happy by nature unless it's a Sarah McLaughlin commercial. Um, but it looks like they have a whole lot of fun doing these events. And then when the dog is finished running his course and they get his time and all of that, usually the handler gives him a treat. So, you know, that's a little bonus for the dog. So the dog knows, hey, if I do a good job, I'm going to get a treat. A little incentive. You know, everybody works harder with a little incentive. Um... I know my wife, uh, Mrs. Bigwin, who is not big at all, um, she works at a specialty veterinary practice, and they actually 
they actually did surgery at one point on a dog who was an agility dog who was actually crippled on his back end. He couldn't use his back legs. So they built a special dog wheelchair for this dog so he could still run the agility courses and stuff and do everything that he needed to do to do his agility. And uh, apparently he was really, really good at it. Um, I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of the dog. Um, if I find out, I'll update this this particular sports report so you can, you know, Google it or whatever and and see that I'm not making this shit up, which I'm not, but, you know, people like to fact check. Anyway, um, so I thought that was really cool because they also have where handicapped dogs can do it, which I think is really, really neat. Um, I know uh, Rum Guy's dog is doing agility classes in North Carolina where they live, and from everything Rum has told me, his dog Nikolai really, really loves doing the agility, so I wanted to do this sports report for him so he could hear, you know, a little bit of the background. I don't know if he knew it or not, but, and, you know, I wanted to let him know that, you know, I really enjoy that sort of thing also. So this is, I know this is going to be close to his heart. Um, maybe some of you people really like this. Uh, that's about all I could find or all I cared to find on dog agility. It's pretty basic. Dogs run around tracks and through obstacles and through this big tube that looks like a, a dryer hose, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but I just wanted to give you a small piece of background and let you know that, you know, what I found. And you're more than welcome to go look at it a little bit more on yourself and grow as a person and love animals as much as I do. And... uh realize that people suck so that's about all i got for you folks today um please stay tuned there will be more and i promise i will go back to the bashing on sports that i find segments very soon but i wanted to get this one out of the way so that you know like i said rum guy would hear it and get a little background and things like that so all right folks uh hope you all have a good evening and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested. The guy is drunk. They got him. I don't know how to put this, but kind of a big deal. People know me. Yeah, we do, because you're rusty, a.k.a. the big one. Join us next time when he dives into the weird and wacky world of sports just for you. And the MHOG Sports Exclusive. All rights reserved. If anybody fucks with this, he'll probably kick your ass. You fucker. <laughs> anyway, that was our sports segment uh, with uh, the Rusty. The Rusty. The, the Rusty. He is the Rusty. The Rusty. Yeah, the big one. Rusty. Yeah. No, it's the Rusty big one. He's the, <laughs> the Rusty, rusty big, big one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fun with Scrabble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Ben, how's your day? <laughs> Going good. I bet you really, really didn't think you were going to be talking about like you know serial killers and and all kind of other well, stuff. Well, I, I actually have a question um, for you about your convention and stuff. Where has it all? It hasn't always been in the same location, has it? Or, it it has. It's it, been at the Clarion, yeah, since since the beginning. Oh wow. Okay, so you just went right out the gun. Hey, we're going to a hotel. We're going to a convention room. Well, I mean, we we did quite a bit of research on it. We we visited a lot of venues. Um, the, the Clarion, uh, it's it's got the biggest meeting space, uh, not necessarily all in one room, uh, mm-hmm. but other than you know something like the Harbor Center or the or the, um, the Castine Center down here in, in St. Tammany, 
those are really the only two other options. And at the time, they were way too expensive for us. And uh, the Kestine Center is still too expensive for us. And it's <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. So we have stayed at the Clarion, but we have gradually pretty much taken over the entire hotel. Uh, we're now up to about 15,000 square feet that we're using. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, so two different ballrooms. We take over their entire lobby, uh, two different conference rooms they do. And then we also take over the in-house restaurant. So, yeah. Well, they're loving it. I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. I, me, I, I wouldn't know how to start a convention or do. I'd probably just go, hey, I got a garage. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, we, we didn't have a clue either. And, you know, sometimes I think we still don't. But uh, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it just kind of started where we, we like I said, we, we started vending at a little you know sports card show in Metairie, and we went to a, a comic convention somewhere else in the state, and we couldn't find a comic book. So we're like, well, I mean, you know, maybe we could do this and actually have stuff there that we want, and that's what we did. That's great. Man. That's really awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, really, the reason we do this is so that I can go around and shop. I mean, that's 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 the know. main. That's all. That's all that matters. Why go? Why go out when you can bring them to the? You, they just come that, to that's you it. now. That's it. That's exactly it. Mountain to, Muhammad to my, type of to thing. To my wife's uh, very very angry face sometimes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do, you you got a lot of stuff at the house, don't you? Just a little bit, yeah. 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 Yeah, we we have we have a whole room, uh, you know, the, one of the guest bedrooms. Um, I mean, you know, technically it is a guest bedroom because there's a bed in it, but that's about the only thing that actually should be in a guest bedroom. Everything else, GI Joes and comic books and you know, Star Wars and all that. Do you, do you have kids by chance? No. Oh my god. Which, which makes it easier. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that really does. I'm going. This yes. man's got a lot of disposable income for every day. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's well, that's good. Well, it's it's cool because it's like you're the kids again. Exactly. You, know, exactly. you can go and and are, are you weird about your own stuff? Is she like, oh, don't touch that. Let's keep it in the box. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm mainly a, well, both of us. We're really more of loose figure collectors. Uh, you know, when she buys stuff that's in the box, like the Black Series stuff, you know, she takes a lot of that out and displays it. Awesome. Uh, so. So, yeah. So, you know, my, my position on the box stuff is I buy it if it's cheap enough. Otherwise, I, I pretty much stay away from it. Cool. Is someone frying an egg? I was thinking the same thing. She's running water and draining coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Close. I, I felt it was dinner time. I just didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, man, fried <laughs> eggs sound great about right now. <laughs> well, at least you still got room to cook, or you got stuff in the kitchen, too. Um, It's not in the kitchen. It's right next to the kitchen. But, but yeah, there's there's stuff in here. You know, I mean, we also, we also run uh, a booth, uh, so... You know, while, while uh, myself and most of our team are out running the actual convention, my wife and one of our friends runs our booth. Oh, nice. cool. So, yeah, so we have to, you know, we have a bunch of stuff to price still. So that's, you know, that's sitting here you, right next Your to organizational it. skills must be amazing, then. I mean, that's that's a lot to handle with everybody else's stuff, your stuff. Yeah, you know. uh, I, I, I tend to be, at least I'm told, a control freak. So, I mean, you know, it kind of works. Is she nodding right now? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Figure yeah. as much. Yeah. yeah. That's what that's what wives do. Yes. They just nod. Yeah. I mean, that's she's the... one of the ones that tells me tells me. So you know. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, and we actually have a team uh, now of about thirteen people that help us. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. So it's it it grew from just me me and her to you know the next you know the second convention. Uh, we figured out that I actually can't stay at the table and also run the convention at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, surprise, surprise. So we got uh, we got a friend of ours to help her at the table, and then it kind of went from there. Is it, is it a type of event that you feel you need security? Um, we haven't needed security to this date, but with the numbers that we're, we're beginning to pull in, we actually will have a, a sheriff's deputy detail there. That's cool. uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're getting you know to the point where we've got almost two thousand people coming through the door. So right, right you guys right. are growing pretty big, and and it's really awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's nothing messier than a nerd fight. <laughs> that's that's very true, but it's also relatively easy to break up. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Typically, at least. Just just have a just have a cosplay girl walk in, and that's it. It's done. It's they'll, they'll just stop. That yeah, yeah. that's it. Yep. But most just show a little ankle. It's over. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus, it's ankle. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
No, I, I was just curious about that because I, I, you know, you're running that sort of event and stuff, and I, it sounds like you've been extremely fortunate. I was just curious if there had been a lot, any types of theft. Well, or we've anything. we yeah. we have had some safeguards in place. You know, one of our vendors is a Louisiana State Trooper out of Baton Rouge, uh, so okay. he's been, you know, kind of our, you know, if hey, look, if anything actually happens, you know, come help us out type of thing. Nice. And then of course, you know, some of our staff members, you know, they'll they'll double as security as needed. But like I said, we we haven't really had the need and uh also theft has been uh pretty much a non-issue as well um so that's good Uh, that's good at least you've got sounds like you've got an honest convention going on right now so that's to this point yeah yeah that's that's but you know know when the larger they get though the harder it's going to be to control sure very sure you know you should uh wayne you should if you're gonna go and you should like go and do like a just don't f- so much film the convention, but maybe film some people, and we can stick it up on the YouTube channel or something. Oh, of course, of course, yeah, man, that'd be you great. Know I will. Yeah, do a little thing like no, that. There's nothing better than people watching at a comic convention. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like one of the one one of the best conventions I've ever gone to, and I've I've always said this, and I don't know if you've ever been to it, is um, Texas Frightmare. Have you ever been there? No, I have not. Man, that is it to me. Like it is probably one of it's the most premier horror convention in in the, around. You know what I mean? Like it's they yeah. have they always get the biggest guests and the coolest ones over there. Yeah. But one reason I'm bringing this up is because I saw that you guys have a guest, which is fucking awesome, dude. You guys have the voice of Scooby Doo. Yes, yes, we do. Scott Ennis, uh, yeah, he'll be there. He also voices Shaggy, which I did not know. But really, I didn't know yeah. that either. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then he also voices uh, was it Scooby Doo's cousin or something? Scrappy, Scrappy. I, Scrappy? I, I haven't, I haven't watched Scooby Doo lately, so Scra- Scrappy Doo's uh, Scooby's nephew. Yes, nephew. Scooby, that's what it is. I, I knew it was some some sort of relation like that. Ask him, yes, ask him like about uh, if he can do Casey Kasem. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're, how's your Casey case? You're a jerk. Well, well I'm just saying, <laughs> he should be pretty good at it. If he could do those other voices. You well, know, I didn't realize he was the voice of uh, uh, the original voice of that stuff back in the day until later on. I was like, who the hell? He oh, took well. over for it in, in 1997. And this is actually the 50th anniversary of Scooby-Doo. That's amazing. Really? That's fucking cool, yes. man. Yeah. God damn, Scooby-Doo's been around for 50 years. Yes. I know. Incredible. Don't. And that's actually not the only guest we have. Uh, we're oh, also really? Bringing back, yeah, we're bringing back John Anderson. Uh, he's he's been um, uh, an actor in several MCU movies as well as uh, a few other things. But most uh, most notably, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. He was one of the Ravagers. Nice. And then he was also in Stranger Things season two. Uh, and then he's been in a couple other things like Spider-Man Homecoming and Black Panther and different things like that. Damn, that's so he'll cool. be there. And then we're also announcing another guest that I got to keep under my hat for now, but uh, we'll be announcing that hopefully in the next week or so. Sweet, oh, dude. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I think uh, that stuff's cool. Fucking super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah it, did you go ahead? Did you? How did you? How did you get them to 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 come to the convention? Just just call them up and say, hey, man, do you want to? Well, John uh, John Anderson, uh, we actually saw him at a convention over in Mobile, Alabama, and we had just started talking. And he's actually a GI Joe collector, which is ah. really what got the conversation going. And um, and we just asked him if he'd be interested in coming over to ours, and he said, yeah, and that kind of went from there. Um, and so we actually we've, we've had him in already. He was here last April, uh, so this will be his second time coming. And then Scott, he's actually in Baton Rouge. Uh, oh, so nice. We saw him at another convention just a couple of weeks ago, and we're able to talk to him and, and get him on board. Very, very cool. That's super cool. Like, uh, how are you guys setting this stuff up? Is it just they're going to have tables, or is it like, uh, like you know, do they, you know, how the big guys do with like the photo ops and all that shit? Yeah, so we, we're not up to the big guys. Uh, we just don't have the space, honestly. Right, right. Um, so they'll they'll each have a table in our lobby area, which is pretty much the first thing right when you see uh, you see when you come in. It'll be right there in Artist Alley. Cool, that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. So everybody needs to go to this thing, okay? Like everybody who's listening to us talk about dicks and all that other stuff, you have to go to this well, show. This, this is a really cool convention, just because it, even if you haven't gone to a convention like this. 
um, you're going to go there and uh, if if you had any type of childhood, you're going to walk in there and go, oh, yes. my God, look at this. You're just going to get like I do. You're going to walk in there and see something on the table or look at look at a display and go, holy shit, I had that. Look, and yeah, then you're going right. to feel like crap because, you know, your mom sold it at the yard sale for five cents. <laughs> right. And you're like, I need to get this shit back. And it's like, I, I need to have that for no reason. Then all yeah. of a sudden it starts and spreads like a cancer. You can't stop it. You become an Uber collector just mm. like that. But N- it's fun. No one collects <laughs> Ubers, okay? <laughs> Nobody. Dahmer would have collected an Uber. The driver <laughs> probably, anyway. probably would have. <laughs> Did you know he was an avid golfer? No, I, I did not know that. Yeah, well, he had a whole lot of balls, didn't he? You no, 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 no. He had he had a bag of balls next to his bed. <laughs> I knew you were going to do something like that, you, you silly bastard. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Wow. Uh, you know, this is serial killer humor. You know what I'm saying? It's also funny. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. You know. No, not really. No. You know. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, silly ass humor and things, uh, we got another segment. We're gonna pause here for a minute. Uh, this is our. Uh, Ooh, wire. Yes, exactly. This is um, pot thoughts by our friend Wire. Uh, if you guys want anything. You know, if you want to know anything about this marijuana pot, any any whatever you want to call it, whatever is going on in the the world of of legal marijuana yes, right now, this, this is, is this is to. the dude, man. He knows his yeah. shit. He knows his stuff, and uh, I it it opened my mind. I, I didn't, had I didn't I, realize half the stuff. I'm like, I don't even do that stuff, and I didn't know what the fuck he's. You know, I'm like, maybe, damn. Maybe you should after this conversation. Right, right. Yeah. Fuck. But, well, uh, anyway, guys. But anyway, anyway, everybody, uh, this is hot thoughts. It's time to sit down and get inspired by a man on the mic that we call Raya. Let's listen up and learn fast. It's Pot Thoughts, where we learn about that weed, that kush, that grass. Pot Thoughts. Raya. Hello, M-Hog family. Welcome to Pot Thoughts with Wire Dog. Coming to you from the Ewok Nation of Humboldt County, where they give out bags of weed for Halloween. Pot Thoughts is brought to you by Ganja. Have you smoked some today? On this episode, it's flooding, and there's a chimp on the loose. And then we'll talk about the raid news. And in our our pot history, cops get a valley town high. In our pot product review, we take a look at Care by Design Lotion. In this, and then we'll reveal the strain of the month. So here in Humboldt County, it's been raining for at least three months straight now. And the rivers cannot have any more water in them, so they've broken over their banks and have started to flood out the a lot of the towns here. Uh, one guy even drowned trying to save five children. And... There's also a chimpanzee in a diaper running around off the side of the freeway somewhere. So be on the lookout for a chimpanzee in a diaper. In other news, the National Guard is in town conducting raids on unpermitted grows. So if you are without your proper permits, you will get raided by the National Guard. A farm has already gotten raided, and... uh, they had confiscated 16,000 pounds of processed marijuana, and the cops had no didn't know what to do with that amount of uh, weed, so they just buried it in a six-foot ditch in the side of a mountain somewhere. This is not the first time cops have tried to destroy a massive amount of uh, marijuana. There was a a time where they had raided this small valley town, and they had raided multiple farms, and uh, were helicoptering it to the beach, and they started burning it on the beach. Well, halfway through burning this, I don't know, 2,000-pound confiscation, the wind had shifted, 
and it went into the valley and got the whole town high. So it ended up being a good day for everyone. Now for our pot product review is the Care by Design Cannabis Pain Cream. It has 50 milligrams of, 150 milligrams of THC and 150 milligrams of CBD. And I've been using this pain cream for about a week now. And I can dramatically feel a reduction in my pain wherever I use it. Like my hands will hurt sometimes and I will, it's great for relieving the pain in my hands. Uh, it works on the back pain. This stuff is great. I would highly recommend it if you have a lot of back pain and you, you know, cannot smoke because of allergies or whatnot. This would be a good, um, a good remedy. Next is our strain of the month is Royal Kush from Fresh Off the Hill Farms. It is a hybrid and it is at 27% THC. And uh, this stuff is really, really good. It's a really nice uh, purple kind of sweet taste. Uh, really good, strong Kush smell. And it's really super stony. This stuff is so good, I had to go get it again. So that is the strain of the month. Be sure to check out our Facebook page for this recipe of the month and uh, pictures of the strain of the month and the product yeah. review. I'm back over to you, Wayne and Rum. I like a do the cha-cha. Damn, that was so informative, man. Like, I didn't know what to think. Uh, and you had to tell those bad jokes while we were off, too. And I did. Trying to, you're going to be eating pasta now, and you're telling him Jeffrey Dahmer. I, I know, right? Right. But I mean, just isn't it true though? Like, just, uh, just I'm going to have to remember some of this. See, they're good. They're funny. <laughs> those yeah. are pretty good. They're all pretty. Yeah. They're pretty fucking stupid, but they're funny. Uh, that's the joke he tells his wife, and she just shakes her head. Yeah, pretty that's much. That joke. Yeah, that's yeah. what mine would do. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what all wives would do. <laughs> because yeah. once they get once they get the wife card, they get not funny. They're like, ha! Huh, I gotta put up with you, and you're gonna tell me this stupid shit. Well, it worked when I wasn't when I was just dating you. Well, it, it seems to work great for for uh, for Ben here and his one. They at least they've got that in common with the collecting and everything. I was gonna I say serial killer jokes. What the fuck are you talking no, about? No, I'm talking about collecting. I, I just kind of got lost there for a minute. Rum was like, well, yeah, Jeff did, yes, Jeff it's called, focus yeah, yeah, Jeff, yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> works great for I was, Ben. I'm like, what? I'm pulling it away. I'm pulling it away, and you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. I'm pulling it away. Yeah, don't pull it away. I'm like, I'm like yeah. a dog with a bone, bitch. It's mine. I know. Sorry, sorry. Okay. But anyway, and back to Ben. <laughs> well, Wayne, you you do you do some collecting too. I do a lot of collecting. I mean, you had uh, an insane, stupid, insane <laughs> amount of pop vinyls, and you still do. I, I do. I still. I still do have a lot. I, I sold. Did you sell like two? I sold fifteen hundred. And he still has a house full. Yeah, and I still have about, I don't know, probably about three three hundred or so. But but I've I've really narrowed it down to like certain collections now. So I'm only doing like horror movies and like Masters of the Universe. Oh, I thought it was just the vinyl ones. Yeah, yeah, smart ass. Uh, <laughs> I'm just collecting the vinyl ones in the I, cardboard boxes. Yeah, I do. I do mostly the horror movie stuff. I do some. That's a valid collecting method. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do some video games. Um, my wife does Disney, and um, I have very few like Batman and Odin ones that are that I thought were cool, um, but. My majority is 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 horror movie now. I collect skulls. And then we go back to the serial killer. Well, not just <laughs> like not not like I have a lot of skulls. I was just looking around my room. Oh, I, I apparently do it and I don't even realize it. Are you part just, of the misfits? Just in this room, I've it, I have a a thing with glass skulls. I don't know what it is, but I love glass skulls. And I'm looking in at this room. I have Indiana fifteen Jones? in this room. Are, are you like you're saying you're like the crystal skull guy, like Indiana Jones? Maybe I don't nice. know. I have 15 glass skulls in this room. 
I mean, glass is better than the alternative. Yeah, but Plastic? I actually, <laughs> I've actually taken the time to to try to find, and I found some places I can buy real ones, but they want a lot of money for that. They do actually. Uh, you can look up. There's a, there's a site called um, uh, Skulls. Thank you, Wayne. Skulls Unlimited. Uh, the reason I know this is because of the way I, you know my line of was, work. Was Skulls Are Us taken? No, Skulls Unlimited <laughs> is actually a place that you buy bones for teaching, or oh, okay. or or other things like that. Uh, you can buy them for collections if you want. Um, right. They actually sell they sell like full um, skeletal you know skeletons. Um, you can buy yeah. fake ones or you can buy real ones. Yeah. Um, but we, we use them for work. Um, Ben, I'm a vet tech. So like we use the, ah, we buy like the skulls to show people, you know, the anatomy is, and what, is that the they, same type of stuff you could use to like, if, if, um, uh, like part of a skull is missing or you need to do some reconstruction, you can use parts of these other bones and stuff. To, um, no, cause that's, 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 um, that's cadaver. Stuff, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's like actual medical. This is just, okay. this is just stuff that they clean up, you know, like. Yeah. Like I've watched there there was actually an episode of Dirty Jobs. You remember that show? Dirty yeah. There's an actually an episode of Dirty Jobs where they go to this place, Skulls Unlimited, and they show him like they do a entire whale skeleton. Wow, that's insane. It that's was a big skeleton. Dude, it was pretty fucking impressive. Like they have like these big vats of these like uh these these horrible beetles that eat everything like they call them like flesh eating beetles I don't know yeah, what they are yeah they're I used to have some in school they they would we used they to put them in the science lab we used to put them in our friends ears <laughs> <laughs> no but the uh, sorry but that's 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 pretty cool though that, yeah it's, so it's you a, can do that stuff but it's a very neat um yeah the um the whole skull thing though I don't know why I just I just I just noticed this room I have a lot and then I know I've got more and they're everywhere. So I don't know. It's just a thing. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of other stuff that I collect besides, you know, pop vinyls. But oh, and you know what? It's kind of cool. Or you know, with the the you were talking about this the whale skeleton stuff. Do they yeah. use those gigantic three D printers to um, make the stuff? You think? Back then, I w- they didn't. Uh, but I'm sure now they do. I'm sure now they do because back then they it was that was probably in. It's like, man, you could start a you could start a black market GI Joe thing with you could get a 3D printer, start making your own GI Joe guys. They actually, I mean, they have a lot of people out there that kind of make that the repro, you know, make all the accessories and everything. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So and, and I mean, they've made some really cool custom stuff. Uh, but I mean, you can do just about anything with a 3D printer. What was that uh, company yeah. you looked at, Wayne, before that you could turn yourself into an action figure? Remember, it was years ago. You oh yeah, I don't remember. That. I cannot remember the name of it, but yeah, it was really cool. Like they actually, it, it's kind of like you know how NECA has the you know separate heads that you can switch onto the characters and things like that. This mm-hmm. this was like that. They made four, like they took your face, did a three D printing of your face, and then they put it on these these almost like. Uh, six to eight inch dolls and dress it the way you want but then your face you can do four or five different faces which was fucking phenomenal but it was like a thousand bucks it was really i mean but it looked like you like it was it wasn't like the 3d printers are where it's kind of like that um that hazy look yeah if it wasn't so damn expensive man i would have got you an action figure of me (laughs) i wouldn't doubt that because i have like six pictures of you every year i get a new one I send for for Christmas. I like to send things with me on it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last Christmas, he sent us a throw, like a blanket, uh, but it's a complete gigantic photo of him. <laughs> with, that is with, pretty awesome. With a beer, Dr- drinking a beer. <laughs> nice. And and so the first right when I opened it, I just my son was sleeping on the couch, so I just laid it on him and took a picture, <laughs> took a picture of it and sent it to him. Now it's. Now it's in here in the office up against the wall like it, it covers almost half a wall so I just put I just put it up on the wall and he holds the the um the headphones like I have the headphones put on it <laughs> So Rum's always apart no matter what he's here I sent t-shirts one year but they were yeah. all all different and yeah. I had uh, it was me uh 
like punching a teddy bear and me holding a rose and a shotgun. And, and you had me eating something. Uh, like the one you sent me was like me with my mouth open eating something and you had your face somewhere looking up at me. I don't even Oh, you were shooting lightning bolts at me or something. Oh, yeah, that's the wizard. Yeah. Yeah, I was a big head eating something and then all of You're, a sudden there was like little rum at the bottom shooting lightning bolts at me. Yeah, you, that was you very were like, funny. Uh, I still own that yeah, shirt actually. And then uh, I did the uh, the uh, Unfortunately, inspirational the inspirational poster one I st- here. I still have that too. And unfortunately, yeah. I'm too damn fat to wear that shirt, but I would love to have it on me. Well, you could you can save it. Maybe your son will wear it to school one day. Oh, that'd be fucking hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> this is my uncle and my dad. They're idiots. Yeah, yeah I can see that. <laughs> so I recommend, man, next Christmas, get your wife something with your photo on it. She'll appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, I might have to do that. It's funny. Look, what you got to do it's is you, you take a picture of like you sitting on the flag, no clothes on, but you put like a strategically placed like a GI Joe something in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> what like what like you put like camo paint on your face and sparse plaids, you know, and you just like put it. your put your hands yeah. out like what wide open like this. Do you remember right. the Do you remember the uh, the old the uh, the nudie pens where you would tip the pen and yes. the bikini would come off? They have those. They can do that with you now. No way. So I was like, that'd be funny, but if you, if you had your hand covering something and you looked really surprised, and then all of a sudden your shirt, your pants came off, and it was like, ah, you know, that's funny. Jesus Christ. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, this is stuff that people, <laughs> in 10 years, Ben, you're going to see this stuff at your It's going to be huge. It's going to be well, huge. Well, we, we, we reserve the right to tell people no. So. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. There goes our I mean, booth. It's a hot market, I'm telling you. I mean, uh, get in now. Yeah, on ground I, level. I, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what what's happening, but the next the next one you guys set up, please hit me up early, because I, okay. I I would like to get a booth most likely. I'll probably get All one right. from you guys, because uh, I do have a lot of stuff that I need to unload, and I would also, if it's cool with y'all, I'll set up the podcast and do like you know tableside interviews with people as they walk by. Yeah, that's that's fine with me. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That'd be fun. That'd be I fun. I think to it'd do. be interesting. That way, you get everybody's perspective, what's going on, and you never know who's going to walk in the door. Like I, I can have yeah. a, a sign that says "Tell Ben how you feel" and have the microphone set up, and they can tell you. I like. I it. think that's cool. Yeah. You know, it's it's, <laughs> it's just add something, and then hey, who knows? Maybe we'll have those pens ready. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Everybody who says one nasty thing to Ben gets a pen. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna be like, shh, don't tell him we gave you this. <laughs> Once I see it, I'm gonna know. We're like, yeah. damn it! Yeah. <laughs> it's those assholes from Imhog. <laughs> uh, it's amazing what you can get your your image put on, though. It's, it's hysterical. Oh, dildos, all kind of things. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Murderbilia. <laughs> yeah. It's been a, it, it's a, it's an interesting topic. I'll give you that, Wayne. I'll have to actually look at. Yeah, it. look, I'm serious, guys. Like, it, it, I'm not I'm not bullshitting. I'm not making that up. It really is a market called murderbilia, and people fucking spend tons and tons of money on serial killer merchandise. Like, just recently, um, I just uh, think it would pull in a strange crowd if you had that, though. Right. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think we'd have to have security for that one. Yeah, uh, a little, little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I mean it's. I, I've just never. I, I, they must have it. I mean, but I've never seen a convention that offer that showcase. That, no, sure they, there's no, there's no convention that does that. Uh, At least not one that's advertised. Yeah, yeah. If they until do. now. <laughs> Welcome to Imhog's Murder Bilia. <laughs> <laughs> People are yeah. killing to get in. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that I, that was, that's a little Jokes wrong. Just I guess. Keep yeah, just like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, that's hey, old Jeffy. Old oh, Jeffrey. Uh, uh, yeah. But anyway, guys, uh, before before we uh, cut this off, um, Ben, would you like to tell these lovely people of ours where they can find your site uh, and all the information if they want to look up, you know, your stuff? Yeah, for sure. So uh, our website is stamanycollectorscon.com. And then we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those as well. Uh, Facebook is just at uh, St. Tammany Collectors Con. And uh, all of our announcements go through social media. So, you know, vendor registration and VIP. We just opened up VIP 
a couple of days ago. So all that's uh, announced on our website and on our Facebook page. Um, so yeah, so that's us. You can you know shoot us messages that goes straight to me uh, on our Facebook page, and uh, you know you can buy VIP tickets on our website. You can register to be a vendor on our website as well. Full deal. Very cool. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Uh, and so we uh, here are going to have um, some uh, big announcements coming soon to deal with the the Fillmore guys. Um, ben, I don't know if you're familiar with the Fillmore. It's the the music venue that opened up by Harris. Uh, no, I'm not. Yeah, it's it's a big concert venue that uh, we are now associated with, and uh, we have some big concert announcements coming up uh, within the next. I'd say within the next couple weeks. Um, I had some really good conversations today so uh look out for that uh we'll be giving away a massive massive concert ticket giveaway it's coming soon um but anyway yeah, uh, we i think the next was the next show come april 18th i think chevelle, chevelle that's right we're gonna have a we can have uh you probably heard the concert advertisement for the beginning of the show that's where we played it okay um but yeah chevelle April eight was it eighteenth, right? Eighteenth. Yeah, 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 at the Fillmore. It's gonna be a really good show. Um and um so yeah, that's it. That's us. Um thank you, Ben, for doing this show, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. And uh it was fun. Like I said, I'll I'll see you on the twenty seventh for sure. Awesome. And um I, I look forward to seeing some pictures. You will, you'll get some, man. You'll get some. Cool. Uh, but anyway, I was your host Wayne. I'm the rum guy. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you don't have to only collect toys. You can collect murder billion. <laughs> remember, ladies and gentlemen, to keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it. Adieu, adieu, parting with such sweet sorrows. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it.